Anna Rudowitz, and welcome to today's conversation. What we're going to be talking about today is what runs our brain and how we can stop when our brain goes off track and reroute it back on track to achieve our goals. And one of the things that I love to do is celebrate along the way. You see, it's not that we don't set enough goals, because I think sometimes people may set more goals than they could complete. The issue is, is that we don't celebrate the losses and the falls along the way. And we also don't celebrate the accomplishments and the gains along the way. And both of those pieces are so important because as you are stepping and forging forward on creating the new, this new life for yourself, and whether that's to attract true love that lasts, whether it's getting rid of repeating behavioral patterns that have been with you for a long time and you've noticed that, and listen, if I don't stop this pattern of thought and behavior now, that it's gonna end up hurting me at the end. Or it could be that you have career goals or aspirations that you're going for. So we want to set goals and we also wanna set big audacious goals. However, what we wanna do is make sure that we're celebrating the wins and the losses along the way. So how, how do we really get art from point A to point B? And today I'm gonna to be talking to you about the formula that I use and some, I'm going to share with you three rules that help me get to that point that I've used in my life. And I've also taught my clients how to do the same. And when I look around at the most successful people I know, they also follow these same rules. So I will go over those with you today. But before I do, there's a quote by Joseph Murphy that I want to share with you. And the quote says this, when the world says it can't be done, the man of, and I say woman, the woman of discipline, imagination says it's done. And I was having this conversation today with someone and we were talking about, it's not if something is gonna get done, we have the core belief that something is getting done, that actually it is already done. We're not in the field of saying, is this possible? We're saying this is totally possible. And we're standing on that this is what we want, this is the possibility, and this is absolutely where we're going. There's no room for anything less, that we're not tolerating anything less. And that's what I would invite you to do as you set your goals, because we're coming into the final four. We're coming into actually the final three, which are the final three months of the year, where this is really the time to get down into that seat of your soul and, and begin to have conversations of yourself of, of what it is you want, because we're coming to that point of the year where we have three months to achieve and to be able to look back at 2020 to say, here's what I achieved. Now, with that said, 2020 has, has its own share of challenges for sure. But what I want you to do when you think about your goals is I want you to think about setting reasonable goals, but then taking it to the next level just a notch. And remember how I said a little earlier, I'm going to share with you my formula to achieving success in any area of your life. 
And again, let's go back to this could be attracting your ideal soulmate. This could be to increasing your income. This could be to career levels. This could be to having better relationships in life. This could be towards maybe setting more loving boundaries with yourself and extending grace upon yourself and allowing yourself to learn the behaviors and the emotions and the patterns that no longer serve you and be up and ready to get rid of those and replace those with thoughts, behaviors, emotions, and patterns that do serve you. So rule number one is to set big, bold, audacious goals. So I'm not talking like little goals. I'm not talking, let's go to the amusement park and go on the little kitty roller coaster that looks like a caterpillar, right? I'm talking, let's go on to the, let's go to the amusement park and let's get on the roller coaster that everybody's screaming on. Because the, when the world says it can't be done, remember what Joseph Murphy said, when the world says it can't be done, the woman of disciplined imagination says it's done. So you want to be able to say to myself, to say to yourself, based upon what your heart is desiring, because this is a part that no one else could hear but you, and that is where your heart is leading you. And it could be it could be across the country, it could be next door, it could be connected to people, we don't know. Only you could hear your heart. So if you share your goal with someone who may not be in the same mind frame and the same you know, vibrational frequency as we operate in, they may look at you and say, what are you, crazy? You can't do that. So when you set your big, bad, audacious goals, just be sure to share them with people who share in the I guess the opportunity or the manifestation or the ability to create because when you don't and you hang out with people who sort of tear down your goals, they could bring you down. So we don't want to do that. We want to be with people who will lift us up, who will lift our goals up. And we want to set big, bold, audacious goals. You know, we were taught in society to minimize and to think small. If you think about it, you know, even in school, you know, if you raised your hand and you had the answers all the time, the teacher would likely say, give someone else a chance. Don't always have the answer. And I can understand the reasoning behind it, right? Because you want to make sure that everybody has a chance and it's kind of annoying for the one person who's always raising their hand and always has the answer. But let's think about the conditioning. If we sort of go on the other side and look at the psychological effect of that, you know, we're conditioned not to be so big and we're conditioned to be not so bold and we're conditioned to be a little more meek. We're conditioned to be, you know, let's not hurt anybody else's feelings. Let's not show other people what we have because it may make them feel small. And let's think about that because that's totally opposite. We don't need to minimize or make ourselves small to make someone else feel better. That's their job. Everybody has the same 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week. Everybody has the same opportunity to create a masterful and brilliant and vibrant life for themselves. Everybody has the opportunity to have what they want, but it's certain people won't do things and certain people will. So why do you need to suffer or why do you need to play small? Because someone is not stepping up into their life and doing what needs to get done in order to be successful. Right? The, the richest and most successful people in the world aren't just sitting on a ship and eating bonbons. They are up at four o'clock in the morning. They've gotten more done between 4 a.m. and 8 a.m. than most people will get done all day long. 
they've gotten, they've probably begun their stock trades. They've probably already had morning meetings. They've probably went to the gym. They've probably read a book. They've probably done their meditations. They work their ass off. And the people who don't seem to achieve what they want, what they end up doing is they work their ass off fighting for their limitations. You're either going to fight for your dreams or you're going to fight for your limitations. Which one are you going to choose? And here's divorcing gracefully and beyond sisters. We fight for our goals. We do not fight for our limitations. So your job is to set those big, bold, audacious goals and don't worry about if anybody else feels small because that's not your responsibility. That's their responsibility. And I'm not saying to go out like a bull in a china closet and push it in people's faces and do something in spite of someone or to hurt other people. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is your life is meant to be lived the way your heart and your soul and your spirit is guiding you. And if you're not setting those big goals, then you, you are not doing yourself just, uh, justice. And what will end up happening is you'll have a gap where you're going to feel the anxiety because your heart and soul are trying to lead you, but your brain is keeping you stuck. So you're going to feel this anxiety in the gap. All right, so let's go on to rule number two of, of reaching these goals and, and having a really amazing, successful, brilliant, and vibrant life. Rule number two is you've got to change your emotional home. This is your time to take an inventory of where you spend most of your time. Do you spend most of your time in joy and confidence and gratitude and it's already done? Or do you spend most of your time in worry, in doubt, in fear, and anxiety? Do you spend most of your time living in courage, in faith, in empowerment, in joy? Or do you spend most of your time living in the world is against me, that there's no possibility, I've lost hope, I feel disempowered, and I feel sad? Right? When you operate and spend your time on the left side of the page, which is the joy and the gratitude. This is where life is good. And, and I've learned that life could be good in spite of the circumstances. You could have an amazing, brilliant, fulfilled, and, and, and just oozing with goodness, even though you're surrounded by the suck. Right? Even though the coronavirus is here, even though maybe a family member is ill, or even though you lost your job, or even though your relationship went to shit, right? it doesn't really matter. You could still, life is good because life is good not because it's based on your emotional home. Life is good because it's based on your decision of what you're deciding and where you're spending most of your time, which is in the gratitude, the confidence, the joy it's already done. So even though you're in the suck at the moment, you know it's only temporary. So it's, it's okay because you're not worried because this is not your life. You're not, this is not where you're defined. And when life changes, we could still be good. See, most people live in the emotional home where when life is good, all is good. They are happy. They feel great. They're the, they're the best people in the world. You want to spend so much time around them. And then when life changes, everything is bad. There's nothing good. There's the struggle. Everything is a challenge, right? Because they're basing how they show up and operate in the world is based on their emotional home. And our emotions are fickle. We, our emotions are something that are, have been created to have in this experience we call life and, and in human, 
However, emotions aren't always true. Emotions are not facts. Feelings are not facts. So if we're going to allow our life to be ruled by your emotions, you're never going to know what kind of day you're going to have. You're going to either have an up day, a, a low day, a midday, somewhere in between versus when you spend most of your time in joy, confidence, gratitude, it's already done and life is good in spite of the suck, in spite of the circumstances around me, you're always in a state of joy. You're always in a state of gratitude. And what you are thinking and doing will affects your life more than you know. You know, and if you've, if you've worked with me, you'll see that the languaging that we use that I will often come in and lovingly, lovingly reframe someone from saying something. So, you know, when, when someone may say I should be, I will reframe them into saying something like I would like to be or my intention is because those little shifts make a big difference of are we living life from a victim mindset or are we living life from a master of cause mindset and what you are thinking and doing on a daily basis is going to affect your emotional home if you're hanging around people that are negative nellies and sorry susies and you know they're just sucking the energy out of you that's going to affect your emotional home if you're hanging out with people who are from the abundance mindset, who have high level of energy frequency, who are looking at manifestation, that's going to affect your emotional home. So what you want to do when you change your emotional home, remember rule number two, changing your emotional home, is you want to live in joy and fulfillment most of the time. We can't live there all of the time because life happens and sometimes we just need that little bit of a moment to, you know, kind of step back and reset and really see what's going on. But most of the time you want to live in joy and fulfillment. And the key is to dwell on your imagined victory and fulfillment. And you don't want to dwell on the challenge or the past. You want to dwell on your imagined victory and fulfillment because when we dwell on that and that's our intention, life will force you to succeed. That's the manifestation piece. If you're focusing on the challenge, life is going to force you to fail. If you're focusing on the victory and fulfillment, life is going to force you to succeed. And you've got to savor the feeling of success. We've gotten so accustomed to disappointment and the feelings of disappointment and the feelings of being hurt and the feelings of betrayal and the feelings of lack of trust. That's the feelings that we've gotten so comfortable with just because of our journey of where we've been and the experiences we've had. But that's not where we want to be. We want to, re we want to redo that. We want to savor the feelings of succeeding. We want to savor the feelings of going across that, that finish line and saying, yeah, I did it. I did it. And I don't care if it's small or large. It doesn't matter the quantity. It's the quality. If you say to yourself, well, today, I'm going to go by today. And today, my intention and my goal is I'm going to meditate at least 30 minutes today. And at the end of the day, you've completed that 30-minute meditation. And you could walk across that finish line and say, I did it. And, and feel that. That is progress to me. We want to savor the feelings of feeling good. We want to savor and remember those feelings when the world was our oyster where we had vibrancy for life, where we had, we were curious about life, where we were hopeful, where our heart is guiding us and we took possibilities and there was chances and our journey was interesting. 
right? Your mindset routine has to be non-negotiable. You can't live your life and try to fit in your mindset routine. Your mindset routine has to be the driver of your life and you fit in your life around it. Mindset is the single most important key. I think if anybody would ask me, Donna, what is the one thing, if you could share one thing with someone that would guarantee their success, what would that secret weapon be? And hands down, I would say mindset. When you're in an emotional fitness and you're managing your mindset and you're working on your mindset, life is going to work for you. And when that goes to the side or it wanes or other things happen and you're not working on your mindset, I can guarantee that you're going to see and feel that things are off and things aren't working your way. Mindset has to be the number one thing and it has to be a routine and it cannot be optional, right? If mindset is like a shower, you have to do it every day. And the way that you sort of work in this mindset and the gratitude, you, you want to just add on to what you already have, what it is you're looking to achieve. So for instance, you want to be grateful for what you have and then grateful for what you don't have. So this is the secret hack, right? This is the, the code to life. The secret hack of gratitude is feeling as it's already real. So for instance, I, let's say I have a house that I already have and I own, but let's say I am looking to enter into a relationship that is not yet there. I haven't met the man. I haven't, he's not even in my realm of existence, but I know I want a relationship. So my gratitude statement would say something like this. I am so happy and grateful for my beautiful home and thank you so much. I could feel it. I, I'm, I'm so grateful that I have my kitchen where I could feed my family. And this is a place where we all come to connect. And my home is a place of love and it's so warm. And I'm so grateful that my soulmate is standing with me. I could feel his arm around me. The two of us are laughing and giggling and his family is getting along with my family and we're enjoying our time together. And that's what you do. You just go into it as if he's already there. That's the secret code to life of manifestation. And when you do that, you get better than you expect. As you think and feel, so you become. As you think and feel, so you become. And let's move on to rule number three of achieving these big, bold, audacious goals. Rule number three is extreme ownership. I'm not talking about a little ownership. I'm talking about extreme ownership of stepping into the identity that I am the boss, right? I am the boss. I am, this is my life. I am responsible for the outcome of how I'm living my life. And I am the only cause in my universe, me in connection with God, me in connection with source, whatever you want to say, but in connection, it is, it is everything that I do or don't do is going to manifest or create what I experience in my world. And I am the boss. I'm not going to wait for a knight in shining armor to come and do things for me. I'm not going to wait for someone else to take care of things for me. I have to take extreme ownership of me and where I want my life to go. And you wanna take an inventory of everything that's going on in your universe right now. What's working for you? What's not? What do you like? What don't you like, right? You've got to understand that you are the boss and every thought and every feeling and every belief and every action you have is the cause of what's gonna unfold in your world. And I believe that it does come down to that personal responsibility. This is not 
to blame anybody, right? This is not about blaming ourselves, but this is taking the responsibility that if there's not something in my life or I'm not achieving something in my life, it, I cannot blame anybody else. That I take responsibility. And what ends up happening so many times is that people hesitate to start new stuff because there's so much pressure on themselves of what happens if I do it and it doesn't go right and what happens if I try and it goes wrong or what happens if I go and I don't have the resources and the tools. Again, that's where society has conditioned us to look at what goes wrong, but I'm here to offer you the other side of the coin and the conversation is what happens if you do it and it goes right? What happens if you do it and it unfolds to be a better mosaic of anything you could have ever imagined. You've got to shed yourself from all excuses. That your body and your brain is going to give you a million excuses not to do anything. It's your time to live and breathe loving and accountable and genuine ownership. Right? There's, there's been a, uh, a saying that says, there's no bad times, just bad leaders. That no matter the times of this world, no matter if they're good times or bad times, people could flourish. And if you're not flourishing, this is the time to look at how you're leading your life. And it's time to adjust. Your goal should be the absolute best. We're not looking for anything less than. We're not tolerating anything less than the absolute best. Right? We don't want to be complaining about things that are beyond our control. You know, we, we could spend time complaining about things that we can't control, complaining about things that we don't like, or complaining about how this person is doing that, but that's taking time. You can have success or excuse. That's up to you. Right? You could have success or excuses, but you can't have both. So it's your time now to decide to have success. It's your time now to step into full accountability. It's your time now to take responsibility of changing your emotional home. And it's your time now to set those big, bold, audacious goals. So with that said, this brings us to the close of today's conversation. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. I'll see you guys on the other side. Have a kick-ass day. Bye.